0: Hi, I'm Anna. And I'm Kristen. We're best friends who both happen to have been born with limb differences. Join us as we talk about the many ways our limb differences impact our lives. From medical intervention to bullying to dating, we're covering it all. And we hope you'll share your
1: stories with us along the way. This is Life and Limb. Podcasting. Podcasting. You started it.
0: Yep. Okay, cool. It catches you off guard every time and I don't know how you don't realize I'm doing it at Uh, this point, to be honest. (laughs) I don't know.
1: I just don't care anymore. There you go. Good. Turning over new leaf. I just I don't care. Just don't care about anything. No, I don't care. There you go. I'm not self conscious anymore. I've achieved (laughs) complete
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which is Self-acceptance. Wow. Amazing. Because what are we talking about today? Oh my today? gosh, that's right. We'll get to that in just a second. Hi, welcome back to Life and Live. Hi,
1: I'm Kristen. I'm Anna. We are your hosts. And we are here to talk about self-image, self-image. today.
0: Self-image. So your self-consciousness little foray just there actually was a very... That does fit. Smooth introduction. Yeah. Nope, <laughs> I've completely let go of all self-consciousness. Yes, no, no nobody's self-conscious anymore. No, that's not how it works.
1: But... I have let go of some of my hang ups about social media, which actually ties into my catch up
0: for this. <gasps> your catch up. Yeah. Yes. Let's dive in. What's yeah. your catch up? So, let's catch
1: up. This is funny because for as deep into the dark corners of TikTok as you are. Yeah. I not only joined
0: You joined TikTok?
1: Yeah, I joined TikTok. <laughs> I've also posted my own. <laughs>
0: you posted TikToks? Yes. I'm so proud Before of you. Before you
1: ever did. No, I didn't. No. Seriously. Yeah, I did. Well, part of it was these, I so I miss karaoke more than just about anything, like other than actual people that I right. don't get to see. The activity that I miss the most is karaoke. And I keep seeing all of these duets yes. that people do, and yes. I just thought that's such a cool function, and I really want to do that. So that was pretty much the entire reason for me to post anything. Amazing. And also kind of a reason to join at all.
0: Well now I have to post. You've yeah. inspired me.
1: I know. I just <laughs> think it's funny that I posted
0: before I ever yeah, did my I've own just content. Been, I've just been straight up lurking for like well, and that's, <laughs> years.
1: that's and the way that this this isn't about limb difference, but it does tie into what I said as far as my goals were in our 2020 wrap up episode was I, I do want to post more and just share more, not too much. And I don't want it to be obligatory or a thing that becomes like validation for me. Right. But there are some times where I want to share something or say something and I don't, because I feel self-conscious. Yeah. Just stop holding yourself back. Yeah. Well, and also I think at first I just i i never looked down on social media it just didn't seem for me to like taking selfies when selfies became a big thing uh-huh. was like i i hate this yeah i <laughs> unless it's a goofy picture i don't like taking pictures of myself sure and i definitely don't like sharing them but i mean it's at the point where it's here it's going to stay And also it can be very liberating and it can be such a source of support from the world around you. And especially right now when that is very limited. Yeah. It just felt like a good time to interact in more ways that I normally wouldn't. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it still feels kind of weird. To post selfies or singing videos. Yeah. Even though I'm in a band, I don't usually (laughs) sing outside of that context in front of people because I am still so self-conscious. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think I have a great voice. Really? Yeah, it's not like acting like in the last episode where I'm just gonna come right out and be like, I'm really good at this. I think I'm okay.
0: Oh, I think you have a lovely voice. Well, I
1: also I have a really for some reason an emotional attachment to my voice. Mm -hmm. Like I can be fine and hold it together if there's something emotional going on inside. But as soon as I try to speak, it comes out with my voice. Yeah. So I think I've created this link between being vocal, Yeah. but also being very vulnerable. Yeah, I was so, going to say it's like yeah. a vulnerability yeah, experience really for is. you. Um, and even when it's not something that's that's shedding a lot of light into something personal, singing still just that link is there. Yeah. Like, oh, I was terrified when I first started with the band. I still sometimes worry that I'm so nervous before a show that my voice is going to be shaky or Aww. fail me somehow. So yeah, it's just, it's a weird thing that I'm not over, but I'm just trying to... Be... One step at a time. Yeah. It's not so much about not being self-conscious. It's about not
0: letting being self-conscious stop you from doing it. Doing what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Do you want to share your handle or no? Your TikTok username.
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's Majira Rising, which is a lot of my personal stuff. So it's... How um, do you spell that? So... <laughs> If you think of it as Mega Era Rising. Mega Era. Yeah. M-E-G-A-E-R-A Rising. R-I-S-I-N-G. What does that mean? So Majira is one of the Furies in mythology. And I believe hers was... I'd have to look this up again. It's been a while. I've been using this since college.
0: I never have actually asked you what that means and I've always been curious because it is your handle for everything. Yeah.
1: It was just about doling out like retribution, but like earned. Ooh. It's about fairness and justice in the world, basically. Cool. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. And I also just, I don't know, a a badass like fairy type creature from (laughs) mythology that I identify with absolutely so yeah very cool yeah that's
0: follow Kristen on TikTok yeah I have all of
1: two videos but whatever (laughs) I'll get there I love it I'm trying you
0: guys I'm really trying yeah it's so funny because like TikTok is the only place really or place the only scenario in which I feel old like, you'll start to notice everybody on TikTok is a baby. It's like, yeah. they're all Gen Z. And I'm like, we need more millennials on here. So I'm glad that you joined. Um, I'm, I'm trying. I'm here. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Next thing you know, Kristen's going to be on there doing all the hot TikTok dances and all that kind of stuff. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> Seems sure. Seems very on brand for you. I
1: am prepping for the clubs to open again. <laughs> I'm telling the band, we're going in a different direction. <laughs> We're gonna be all like pop only dance TikTok music. dances. Yes, from it, now on,
0: absolutely. I love it.
1: <laughs> yep. So that's my that's my new thing. Love it. That's a good catch up. Thanks. I'm proud of you. Thank you.
0: Um, my catch up is something small and silly and fun. But <laughs> so I redid my gloves. I got new gloves oh, and I did them again. Yay. And they succeeded this time. And so what I did is I ordered some new fleece gloves from Mm -hmm. Amazon because I was like, you know what? Knit doesn't work. We learned that last time. Yes. I'm going to order some gloves from Amazon. And so I got a three pack because you can get anything on Amazon super cheap. So I got a three pack of these just plain black fleece gloves Mm -hmm. and they're not the most thick or luxurious or anything like I could upgrade, but I needed something cheap to experiment on. Right. Yeah. And so I did two different pairs of gloves and I tried two different ways of sewing them. And so the first one I machine sewed and something about the stitching, it was just a little bit too tight. Mm. So, um like it didn't have enough room to move and I like I did it probably I didn't do the right seam allowance or something well now how much of the did you just cut off the excess fingers or did you cut like the side of the glove to make it smaller yeah so what I did is I cut the middle finger out because I had discovered that the ring finger was the right one so I cut the middle finger out and then I cut the pinky finger and a little bit of the palm off as well so I did decrease the size of the palm and I think I cut too close Mm. um so I did that that one I was like okay this is wearable but not comfortable so I'm gonna try again right and yeah the second we're, one, we're
1: going for made for you exactly here, that was the goal
0: yeah so the second one I um, actually I machine sewed the palm part with little less of a seam allowance and I hand sewed the finger gaps okay um, and something about that worked it was magic. Nice. And now I have comfortable gloves. Aww. And I think this is the first time I, in my life I can say I have a pair of comfortable gloves that lets me like move my hand the way it's supposed to move. Yeah. And I'm really excited that about it. That is exciting.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: And All because, was it Phil? All because yeah. Phil one day was just like, nope. Yep. No mom is I believe what I said he said in Apparently. one episode. <laughs> That's again not something we're gonna unpack on this one but I laughed so hard it clearly is still in our brains I laughed so hard listening back to that recording like I could not (laughs) stop laughing just the because I realized it immediately I was like mom what like (laughs) but yeah so completely by accident I found the trick to gloves and so now that I know that like I'm thinking maybe I might get adventurous and order like a nice pair of like North face fleece gloves yeah. or something like not just the ones on Amazon right. that were like made and mass produced and everything, but like some North face gloves and you're going to move up them. to because now I'm confident in my to ability to levels. do it. Yeah. yeah. And so like something warm for real would Aww. be great, but they're in my jacket right now and I, I've been wearing them and I walked Arya, my dog the other day and I wore those gloves outside and I was like, my hands are warm I and love it was it. it was such a fun little happy experience. Oh. This is what gloves are supposed to be like.
1: <laughs> like I don't know how to even describe this to someone if if you don't have a limb difference, right? but yeah, that's huge. <laughs> like I'm sure for you the first time you found a shoe that fit you correctly, like a pair of shoes that Well, and I remember one issue that I have with shoes that I don't think I've really talked about here um, is that even a well-fitting shoe, Littlefoot wears through the bottoms of shoes or like the inside bottom yeah. of them, the padding, if there is any, you know, the amount of padding or the material will vary with, with whatever shoe it is. But it just doesn't seem like there's any material that Littlefoot cannot wear through. Interesting, Because it is smaller and bonier, as yeah. I've said. Um, and this was a problem with inserts, when I was wearing them was that I just wore through them and I was constantly having to take them back to the doctor's office or the um, prosthetics office to have them touch it up. Yeah. But um, only like a year ago, I just saw some, I don't know if it was Dr. Scholl's or some off brand of just some padding to go inside shoes and they were super cheap. And I was just like, you know, I should really invest in these. Right to save my shoes um, or at least elongate their life a little bit. And I remember putting it in my tennis shoe and it was, it was only about protecting the life of the shoe itself. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much more comfortable it was going to make walking for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause I think I'd gotten away from having, having to use anything that I just hadn't for so long that I forgot how helpful it might be to use something yeah. so just having this small little thing to put in my shoe I I remember looking at my partner and just being like I cannot tell you I just grinned every time I put on my yes. shoe for the first few times after that because I forgot that it was going to be so much more comfortable
0: yes and that's the same experience that I've been having with my gloves yeah. it's just smiling when I put it on like this is what it's supposed to be like yeah like yeah oh i'm so glad you found something for your shoes well yeah and it's just it's just
1: standard inserts yeah um yeah i just i have to cut um the top part off to make it fit inside Which I the think smaller you usually shoe. have to trim them yeah anyway, right? i think they're they're made to be trimmed to whatever size you are because obviously they don't make them in every size but right yeah it
0: yeah i'm Yay! so happy for, you Yay for us I know.
1: <laughs> so it is your turn for your We See you. It is
0: my turn. Do you have something? I do. And it's one that I like... I was thinking about who to do for my We See you, And I was like, how have I not done this yet? This is the person who basically introduced me to the limb difference community. And made me realize that there was a limb difference community. Remember how I told you that I was at a hotel in Memphis when I read this <sighs> Reddit post? Yes. And it was this girl... And I now I'm not positive what her actual name is because I know oh, her no. as Ab Show. <laughs> um, that's her. That's her YouTube. Right. Um, yeah. Name is Ab Show. A B S <laughs> H O W. I think it's like Abby or something. <laughs> but she has a a pretty similar limb difference I think to Nicole Brennan, where her arm stops um, just where a typical elbow would be, mm-hmm. and on one side. And she just has this whole YouTube channel that's dedicated to. Showing how she does stuff with five fingers. And yeah, it's really cool and fun and it's very informative. And um, she's also, I believe, a drummer. Like, that's cool. yeah, Yeah, a one handed drummer. And she's good. And does she use like an attachment for the other arm? Um, I believe she does. Yeah, it's like it's this band that she mm-hmm. can like wrap around her arm that also holds the drumstick. Right. Yeah, she's really good, yeah. and you can see it on YouTube. It's amazing. And
1: I'm pretty sure just now from doing this podcast and like having suggestions because of all the people that we follow on our page, I'm pretty sure I've seen her. Yeah, she's super yeah, cool. Yeah,
0: she's beautiful and she's funny, and just all of her videos are incredible. But. She is the one. I saw her Ask Me Anything post on Reddit Mm. that was basically just like, I have five fingers. Ask me how I do stuff. And I think I have mentioned that I at one point did an AMA on Reddit. And so I was active on Reddit at that time and I saw that post and I was just like, oh, cool. Somebody else like who, I didn't even know the term limb difference at the time. I was just like, somebody else who's missing a part of their body, you know, like, let me check this out. And somebody asked... Like, are there any resources for people who Uh, are missing hands or missing parts of their body? And she was just like, yeah, there's this whole limb difference community. And the Lucky Finn Project, I believe she's one of their ambassadors. And she was talking about them. And like, so she's the whole reason I know about any of this. I think
1: maybe that's, maybe you felt like you had talked about her already because I remember going over this and I probably our very first episode where we talked about how we even started this podcast. Yeah. So it feels like you had shouted her
0: out, but like, like officially,
1: now, not officially. Yeah. yeah.
0: So officially now I am shouting out Abjo and thank you so much. First of all, for letting me know that this community was out there. Your mm-hmm. post that you did on Reddit was something that legitimately changed my life and the way I look at myself and the way I see difference and I i'm very grateful for that and i'm also super like i love your channel it's really fun to watch people do things and yeah. the way they adapt and everything so it's also
1: probably it's why this podcast exists yeah kind of the reason like the chain of events pretty much goes back to you seeing her reddit post isn't that
0: weird it's yeah the butterfly effect it is it's it like, really is yeah <laughs> But yes, so Absho, we see you. We see you. Yeah. That's awesome. And I believe she has social media presence on other things. I know her from her YouTube channel, but yeah. I'm sure you can find her on all sorts of other things. Yay.
1: Thank you for bringing Anna into this community and then... By proxy, you. <laughs> yeah, then me. <laughs> that's yes. That's great. Yay. I love it. Yeah, and her videos are super cool. I love the ones of her drumming. Yeah, that's amazing to me. Yeah. Well. Well. So... Self-image. Yeah, that's a big one. It is a big one. You know what I realized, though? We were going to do this one a little earlier, and then I kind of thought it might be interesting to save it until some of the bigger ones, because things like language and things like the adaptations or our experiences with dating and our experiences with representation or no representation are all things that probably factored and still factor into our self-image exactly and helped shape it
0: yeah no that is absolutely true and I feel like the way you see yourself is absolutely partially a combination of your life experiences right and we've talked about a lot of our life experiences so far related to limb difference and yeah. now we get to kind of talk about the culmination of all of that
1: well I know for me just in random periods of my life where you know you get into conversation with people where it's a little bit more it's a little deeper. Um, a little existential you're sort of getting into not heavy topics but you know just when you have like a
0: good talk yeah with good
1: talks with people something that has come up many times is would you change it if you could yeah has that come I'm assuming it has oh it for absolutely you. has come up for me yeah how do you approach
0: that question I mean it's a really good question and I think it's first of all I can't change it so why think about it but then also I'm the kind of person who thinks about everything so of course I right. thought about it. And my answer varies. Hmm. I don't know, most of the time I lean towards no I wouldn't because it is very much a part of me mm-hmm. and it's something that I've learned to be proud of yeah. and it's it's part of who I am of course and it's shaped me in a lot of ways. And then there are some days where I get really frustrated that I can't do a push up <laughs> and like True. Or, yes. Or think to myself like, you know, would I have pursued a career in acting had I had ten fingers? Instead of just a hobby? Yeah. yeah. And I think the answer would still be no, because they don't want to live the actor's lifestyle. Like I have a very suburban dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but I mean, I do have those questions sometimes. Yeah. But I would say the vast majority of the time the answer is no, I wouldn't change it. Yeah.
1: I don't think I don't think I've ever said yes. Good for you. To that, Yeah, it's just... Well, and other than just being proud of it and liking it, and obviously, as we've discussed, I have a very personal and close friendship with but yes. It would feel like <laughs> such a huge betrayal. Yeah. There's also other parts of my personality or my values that looking back if I took my limb difference away and the experiences that I've had because of it what else would change would I be as sympathetic of a person right would I or empathetic would I I don't know this feels bad to say because it makes it sound like I'm assuming other people without limb differences that they can't can't be as empathetic
0: or anything but I would I just I remember worrying that I would be a more shallow person yeah and I don't think I I certainly don't think it means that you're a shallow person if you don't have a limb difference that's not it at right, all it's not what right. we're saying but I think that it does give you a certain perspective yeah that not everybody gets yeah and you're right I mean like I'm I'm proud of who I am as a person and that's because I am Again, to toot our own horns, I am empathetic. I am kind, and I feel like I stand up for people if I see Mm -hmm. injustice. And I feel like my limb difference has absolutely informed some of that. Well, and there's in even just smaller ways too. Like to get
1: very stereotypical, the the cliche of women being obsessed with shoes. I've never been obsessed with shoes. (laughs) I don't like shoes. I don't like. I don't care about shoes. But is that only because? Yeah, I don't have the option to wear them or would I still be as you know sort of turned off by that whole
0: yeah that whole stereotype stereotype. yeah Yeah. I feel like you um I mean you dress well but you're also not like fashion obsessed you know like and so I don't know if it would because the rest of you isn't limb different, but but again, how much of my personality yeah, is, is, if you think
1: about the it chicken or the much, egg kind of thing. yeah, it can really do you go into a kind of a mind spiral about it Absolutely. you're like no because i'm because I'm still like this, but would you be?
0: I think that's true of any part of a person, yeah, like if you have anything about you that's different, it probably has shaped your personality, your experiences shape your personality. it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting to think about,
1: yeah, well, I kind of on that subject one thing that I um that I remembered thinking about just self-image and the way that we exist in the world when other people aren't really aware of mm-hmm. the differences or what they say or how what they say impacts you. I remember one time, my he was my best friend in college and for some years after. Um, we never really dated, but he was, he was just a very close yeah. guy friend for me. And I don't remember how we got on this subject, but I just remember him making the comment that to him, he didn't think there was anything more attractive than a female in high heels. Oof. And I just remember being like, like,
0: yeah. I didn't
1: have a crush on this person. I didn't want him to be attracted to me, but it was still just this, it was a reinforcement of a small nugget of a right. thought that I had in my head Yeah. of like, okay, so this pinnacle of femininity this ideal
0: is unachievable
1: is yeah something I literally cannot do yeah
0: that sucks
1: it really (laughs) sucks and it obviously stuck with me it didn't you know root itself into any part of my self-image or my personality but yeah it hit me harder than it would another person
0: right right I think that's interesting because I have had like I think I have probably, from our conversations that we've had, I've gathered that I have probably like struggled with my limb difference mentally a little bit more than you have in ways. Finn loves you. (laughs) Yay. But um, I also have my own share of like mental health challenges that I overcome and everything too. So that can factor into it as well. But I remember like even very recently actually, two years ago I think it was, I started – having my hair start falling out Mm -hmm. in chunks and I was eventually diagnosed with alopecia areata and it's currently in remission I don't have all of my hair is growing back knock on wood yay but every (laughs) once in a while I'll get a bald spot um, and it can be related to stress or it can just happen spontaneously there's no real way to predict it but I remember thinking like one of the first thoughts I had which is really very sad and I wish it hadn't been the first thought was I can't go bald I already have my hand oh like oh no yeah like and I've I've struggled with that like with self-image and body image in the past too like well I can't be anything but the societal perfect size because I already have my hand to deal with you know like that's the thing so so yeah I think with like all the pressure there is on us to be perfect like It's like you're only allotted so many tick marks against that. Exactly. And I've had this in my head at certain points in my life, which every single time I have these thoughts, I'm able to like talk myself out of it. Like, okay, obviously it's not the end of the world. You are so much more than your differences and that sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. I'm in a fine place with it now. But like when something like that happens, I'm like, no, 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 no. I can't be bald because I already have something that makes me imperfect. I can't be more imperfect. Which, imperfections huh. are something to be celebrated. And I know that from other, like, if I'm thinking about somebody else, never in a million years would that thought cross my mind. Right. But I think it's harder, you're always more critical of yourself, you know right. what I mean? So. And it's it's interesting for people like us who,
1: you know, have the ability to think empathetically but also rationally. You know what rational thought is, and what is helpful or unhelpful thinking. Right, but that doesn't necessarily stop you from having those thoughts. Exactly. So yeah. being able to analyze how unhelpful your own thoughts are isn't necessarily <laughs> enough to. Yeah, it doesn't it. always fix it yeah. for sure. That's so interesting. I've never. I mean, yeah, there are other things that I'm maybe not insecure about, but it's like oh, I wish, I wish this was different. Or man, if I could change, there are other things where it's like. If I could have big, curly hair, uh-huh. I, would, I would do it in an instant. sure. Yes, of sure. course. Like, I want different hair or something that I would change. But it was never – I never tacked anything else onto – and there's also Littlefoot. Like, right, that's yeah. That's so interesting, but also so sad. It is sad,
0: and I don't know why I do that. But I – and, like, to be clear – I get it, though. Yeah. Like, it makes – It makes sense. Like my upbringing and everything was extremely like positive. Like you're beautiful. You're worthy. Like you know all this kind of stuff. So it has nothing to do with like anything anybody ever said to me. Mm -hmm. It's just the way my brain works. I'm very self-critical. And I think like for me when when my hair started falling out and I didn't know if it was going to be total alopecia where you lose all your hair. Mm -hmm. If it was just going to stay the areata where it's just the patches. All I could see in my head is like I'm one step closer to looking like an alien. Oh. (laughs) Like, which is funny and sad. But like, can you imagine like bald and three fingers, you know, which somebody out there may have and they may be beautiful and I could see that in them. But it would be harder to see on myself, you know? Yeah,
1: it would all just depend on how you own it, just like everything else. Like, especially now, like you're already coming into a place where you're, owning your little hand and that's relatively
0: new for me yeah so yeah I again I think we've talked about the fact that like the opposite of pride is shame and I'm just learning to be prideful which doesn't Mm -hmm. always mean that I felt ashamed but I am slowly but surely learning to take pride in my difference instead of thinking of it as a negative or a mark against me you know right because it's
1: one thing to get rid of shame And just sort of be at a neutral place. Right. But to add pride then on top of that. Exactly. That's a whole other achievement.
0: Absolutely. yeah. (laughs)
1: It's just, it's interesting to me how much, and we debated a little bit, at least I I know I did, about separating the self-image this episode from the representation episode because they do go so hand in hand. right? But this just goes back to why representation is so important because... That otherness starts so young. So, so young. And the only thing you have to grapple with it is your own mental
0: dexterity. Yeah. and At least for us, because we had no representation. Right. And one thing that I completely forgot to mention in the representation episode that I love, that I'll just bring up now, is... I've noticed that like there are children's books now Mm -hmm. with limb different characters and Mm -hmm. it's not always about their limb differences. Sometimes it is and sometimes the kids in the book, they just have limb differences. And that is so valuable when you are building a self-image to be able to see those examples of here's someone who looks like me and they're great, you know? Yeah, because a lot of times it does. Like you were saying, it takes
1: thinking that about somebody else. That will come so much quicker than it will ever come for you to... Think and accept that about yourself. Because for some reason we're kinder to other people that we admire and that we think of as like our friends
0: or peers than we are to ourselves. Oh yeah, you've told me before, like um, you have seen me at some of my lows when I was, you know, very self-critical and everything. And one time you just said to me, like, don't talk about my best friend that way. Yeah, I was mad at you. I was legitimately <laughs> mad at you. And it, it hit me. And I was like, I would never say this stuff about you or to you. Like, I wouldn't even have the thoughts. Yeah. So why am I saying it to myself? Yeah, I was just thinking, like, if this were someone else talking about my best friend, I
1: would be slapping them or telling them to shut the hell up. Right. Like, I'm not going to listen to this. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. No, and I I think that's true that it's, if if you have a limb difference, I think it's probably pretty common. Not everybody, obviously, because Kristen, you haven't done this as much, but I think a lot of people probably have those nagging, like negative self-image thoughts related to their limb differences Mm. and it's normal. Like you shouldn't feel bad for having those, but it's also, they're, they're untrue, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to reconcile.
1: I mean, I, I, I can understand that. I can empathize with it, but yeah, I just, I don't have the personal experience of having gone through that with Littlefoot. Yeah, I think it's because I made friends with Littlefoot. Yeah, when exactly. I was little, <laughs> which just goes back to the whole thing of what a genius mental coping mechanism that yeah, was no subconsciously. Kidding. Yeah. Which I hate to even call it a coping mechanism because it makes it sound like some negative thing that had to be overcome or else it would have broken my brain. Right. But like, I think that did a lot for me growing up and fortifying my self-image as something that included Littlefoot, that, but that was not dependent yeah. on Littlefoot.
0: I love it. Because I, honestly, like the fact that Littlefoot is your friend and is also a part of you makes you your friend in a way you know yeah like it's which we've just uncovered is easy makes it easier to be nice to
1: (laughs) wow we're so deep oh my gosh (laughs) 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 yeah i don't i don't know i remember talking one time uh it was a junior high graduation party okay which maybe some people don't have, but for me, I went to school with the same group of kids from like kindergarten through eighth grade. Right. So when we were all splitting up for high school, it was it was a thing. It was a big thing. And I remember one of these parties. It was sort of a an odd mix of people. Mm-hmm. Like my my class wasn't that clicky, but you know there were definitely groups. And I feel like there were pockets of people from all the different groups at this party. Mm-hmm. And at one point. We just all ended up sitting in a circle and talking about, like, like if you had one wish, what would it be? And I just remember listening to some of my classmates, one of whom had a father who had health issues and who um, had been in a wheelchair, and we were all aware of that. She said, you know, I just wish my dad, you know, that his health was better or that things were different for him. And someone else said something about, like, a family member. And I just remember it kind of—I don't even remember what I said when it came around to me. But I remember afterwards when like it had broken up and things had sort of gotten lighter and we were eating or whatever. Someone came up and said, you know, I really would have thought you would have said to have a normal Mm -hmm. foot. And I was just like, why? (laughs) That was not even a thought, especially after listening to some of the stuff other people said. Yeah. Like that's even if I had wanted it, I would have felt guilty for having that thought listening to other stuff like this is nothing right compared to not even compared to this is nothing yeah nothing to be ashamed of nothing that needs to be overcome no nothing that is holding me back it's nothing right yeah
0: yeah it's it's so funny that like somebody would have assumed that about you too like that's what you would have said but and I think that's that's the experience of people who aren't limb different sometimes is like, well, you must wanna have what everybody else has and like we don't miss it. We never had anything I know. different. You don't you don't you don't know. You don't <laughs> miss what you never really had or it, knew, I guess. Exactly. Part of like my thing with self image, I think that maybe part of why I have struggled with it sometimes is again, I think I've said this before on a different episode. The 90s was very much about like anybody with a disability is just the same as you. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time I was just like, you're the same. You're the same. Be the same. You know, like just that kind of I can do anything anyone else can do because that's what everybody's telling me. And so be the same as everybody else and just do that. And like not really taking the time to celebrate the difference and instead just trying too hard to ignore it. Well cuz there um, are obviously ways where it's not the same. Exactly. And that was kind of like a dissonant moment in my mm-hmm. brain where I would have those realizations and be like, "Oh no, like I yeah. I can't shake somebody's hand without them having like an awkward glance or something right. like or I I can't necessarily do a bunch of pull-ups or, you know, that sort of thing." And it's I I do wish that my education and upbringing and this is not on my parents at all it's more the school that I'm talking about just the the school school system and the time time. yeah I wish it had been more you are different and that's wonderful instead of you're just like everybody else because I'm not just like everybody else right and that
1: causes some mental distress of course because then when you find something that you are unable to do either completely or at least in the same way as everyone else, then you start to feel different. Yeah. And also it deters you from just asking for assistance or for an adaptation. Right. Because it's, well, I'm supposed to be like everyone else. Yeah. I'm not supposed to not be able to do anything. Oh,
0: yeah. Even in college, um, Ohio State has an amazing Office of Disability and Inclusion. Mm -hmm. and any student can go there and have a an accommodation on record if they need any kind of adaptation or accommodation for their classes they can have it on record they can get a slip that they just show to their professor and say I need this the end I really should have done that because Mm -hmm. there were some professors that I had who had a strict no laptops in class rule and note taking for me can get very painful yeah so if I'm writing and writing and writing with a pen or a pencil like I will have significant soreness Whereas if I just type, my life is so much easier. But like I had just this like, no, I can do what everyone else can do mindset. Yeah, And so I just struggled through it. And now looking back, I'm like, yes, I could have done what everybody else could do comfortably by typing. Mm -hmm. Like I wish I had just gone to that office. Yeah. Because, and I think that was another thing where I, for a very long time, did not want the word disability attached to me, which I think is still something that a lot of people don't want either. And I don't know that I necessarily want it even now, but I've been learning a lot about like, this social model of disability, where your environment makes you disabled right. instead of you being disabled, right? And so going to the office of disability, I was like, I can't do that. I I'm not disabled. I you remember
1: know? I walked by. I remember at least where the office used to be. It was on Neil Avenue. Yep. I remember I walked by it quite a bit because I lived on that side of campus, and um, that was where a lot of the places where my friends and I hung out were, at least at the time. And I was always so curious. Like, I wonder if there's anything there that would be helpful to me, but I didn't want to go in. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, it's the same as when I talked about getting um, a handicap pass for my, for my car. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that until I was 26. Yeah. Because I didn't want that label. Right. Because my, not to blame my self-image, but like, I just had, my my self-image did not include the word disabled. Right which as we talked about in the language episode that's why language and labels are important mm-hmm. because if they're negative or if they're othering then people don't take advantage of the resources because it feels like you need to adopt this term that you don't don't want and don't exactly. like exactly yeah. so you just ignore the resources because it would it, it would do something to your self image to accept that this negative connotation
0: is It applies to you. It does apply to you. Right. And you're right. That's why language is so important because if the name of an organization meant to help is othering, then you're not going to take the help. And I've been learning a lot recently about like I said, the social model of disability and why people are reclaiming the word disabled. Because Mm -hmm. if you say a person with a disability, yes, it's person first language, but it still implies that the disability is on them. Mm -hmm. Whereas now with the social model of disability, people saying they are disabled, they're saying they are disabled by something. Right, they're the inactive subject of something else. yeah, Yeah, and I get that language and I totally applaud people who are taking it back and using it in that manner. I'm still not comfortable with it. And I might get there eventually. Yeah. But yeah, I think that is so interesting. Like, what if that office was just called, like, I, I don't know what it would be called. Like, the Enablement Office. Enablement Center. Yeah, oh. I don't know. Like, they have in the UK, like we talked about, Enablement Centers. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs>
1: that's right. And it's so much better sounding. Yes, it does. Yeah. It
0: does sound a lot better. The power of words. Very, very much so. Yeah.
1: We were deterred from going to see if we could even be assisted with anything. Right. Because of a word. Right. And because to us, like, that's not part of our right. self-image. Yeah. And it proves that, yes, all these things that we have talked about, they really do all come together and form this idea of self-image. This which idea is, of who
0: you are. Which is already such a... a loaded concept. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I do want to say to wrap it up, too, like... I've talked about some negative experiences with self-image in this episode and I want to make sure I emphasize the fact that like it's getting better every day. Mm-hmm. Like for me especially, especially limb difference related, my self-image is I'm, I'm becoming more and more proud of the fact yeah. that I'm part of this amazing community and I'm more and more accepting of myself and the way my body looks and functions and feels and acts and I, I it's, it's a journey and I think it's okay for it to be a journey. Right. And I'm, I'm on it. So I, I just want to make sure I end on a positive. Like, it's not all doom and gloom. It's
1: no, never. I don't. I don't think we've ever been doom and gloom. That's right. definitely not what we've. <laughs> yeah, not our brand. No, not at all. No, no. It's all. It's all good stuff. At the end of the day, I just hope that people who m- might be struggling with you know, forming their own self-image, especially if it's around a limb difference or mobility difference or Mm -hmm. just anything that's othering. I I just hope that they see like it does, it does take work. It takes some, some mental gymnastics to get over some hangups or to, it takes learning to block out toxicity. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it takes making your own opportunities where there aren't ones, but it's so rewarding yeah. at the end of the day. And you just come out such a better person and so much stronger for it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, no, I think this is very positive.
0: Yes. And I hope other people feel the same way or are learning to feel the same yeah. way. I hope other people in the limb difference community have the self image they deserve to have. Yes. Because they're rock stars. Like everybody I've come across, I just love. So, I know. yeah. <laughs> Again, it goes back to, like, I think. Having a limb difference kind of helps make empathetic, kind people, and they just rock. And guess what?
1: You're one of them. I'm one of them. You are. Yay. So are you. And so am I.
0: (laughs) That's harder to say. It is. It is, isn't it? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's wild. That's why we do this together. (laughs) Yeah. Well, tell us about your experiences with self-image and things that you've discovered along the way. Things
1: you're struggling with, things that have helped you not struggle with it, just... Thoughts. Anything.
0: Rants, Questions. Yeah.
1: Anything. It doesn't, even if it's a rant or a gripe or anything, it doesn't have to be negative. Sometimes that's
0: yeah, just you, as
1: important. You brought up
0: something that I want to do in the future here is a oh, gripes episode. I know. <laughs> just because like... Again, there's that whole, like, you got to be positive about it mentality. <sighs> and there are some things that I just want to complain about sometimes. Yeah. And I think that would be fun. Oh, it's healthy. Yeah. yeah. One so, of these days, we're going to get all of our gripes oh, out yeah, there. And also, if you're listening, send us your gripes so we can read yes. them on that episode. That would be so much fun. Just
1: things that are just annoying. Yep. That pertain to some sort of limb difference or Ugh, dis- disability.
0: Let's get it all out. Yeah. It's like the festivus airing of grievances. We're I just gonna... love that idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not even in a doom and gloom way. I'm legitimately excited. I know. About just like, to well, because I think, there are not many people you can complain about certain things to because they won't ever understand it. Yeah. Whereas you can complain about a limb difference problem with another limb different person. Like, yeah. Like, can I just talk about how annoying this is Yeah, and they'll get it. Yeah. Oh, we're totally doing that. Send us your gripes <laughs> and anything else you want to send us, you know where to find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I've given all of our handles and everything in previous episodes we're, just google us you if, can find yeah, us. yeah we're not that hard to find no nope, <laughs> so. we're not um and yeah please rate our podcast review it and subscribe to us wherever you like to listen that helps us um get more listens and will let us keep doing this yeah so. leave a comment say hi we love interacting with you guys yes all right until next time bye guys
1: thanks bye. for listening